two weeks. We have had a rough two weeks. We've had a terrible That's two weeks. That's not fair. It's not. Uh, we have been under the weather, number one. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know what's been going on, but I've had like a two-week sinus thing, okay. which is why we didn't record two weeks ago. Yep. And then this week, we had a sick puppy. Sick and, puppy. Uh, that took precedence, so uh-huh. we apologize for the delay. Yeah. And uh, we're very happy to be back. I feel like this is going to be a good episode. Well, I hope so. I just have a feeling. So let me do some introductions. Who? Who are you? Who are you? I am you. <laughs> Who is this? I am two. You are you. I am Kate. Your host, I am once again joined by the man who thinks Skyliner is makeup you wear on airplanes, Patrick. That is correct. Because, uh, you know, in theater, we have Guyliner, which is the eyeliner that gentlemen wear. Mm-hmm. So why not Skyliner on the airport, on the airplane? I think they should market it. I love it. Call up uh, Bob Iger. <laughs> who? Bob Disney. Thank you. And then if you hit turbulence, well, it's a whole new world. <laughs> What? Oh, so you're assuming... Oh, wait, okay, step back. I'm assuming you're putting the Skyliner on while on the Skyliner. Well, yeah, sure. Not before you get on the Skyliner. Oh, no. It has to be applied while on. Is it in the emergency box in the Skyliner? (laughs) Jump! That has been opened? (laughs) Oh, anyway, thank you all for being so patient. We're so happy to be back now, fully fully loaded. (laughs) Oh, boy. We're, we're, we're good. We're 100% again. Um, and we're very happy to get back to you all and talk about Disney a bit, stuff. A bit much, but all right. Okay, 90%. 90%. 90%. That's, that's the best, best we can hope for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we have to tackle a question of the week that we asked two weeks ago. 16 weeks ago, whatever it was. It actually got a lot of responses. You know what? I did not see a single one. You usually don't because I manage the social media that's here. That's true. So anyway, the question, albeit an odd one, was where would you like your ashes scattered in the parks? Oh, that's I forgot about that because we had talked about Shawshanking them. Exactly. Okay. Which is, I think, one of your finest moments Thank ever. you. Thank you very much. Um, we had many, many responses on Instagram and Facebook. Elena Paw 36 said, I would want my ashes scattered at Splash Mountain where everyone sings zippity doo <laughs> All right. I can just imagine someone just tossing the ashes. zip bitty ashes, zippity They have to say ashes in between? No. Okay. That, that was the visual, <laughs> that was the oral equivalent of throwing the ashes. Oh, all right. You know, because people can't see us. Love when you never mind. Go on. Meg's the Lost said, by the Lego dragon in Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's right in the water. That is right in the water. Yeah, perfect. TJ said, the Rose and Crown pub, no doubt. And I said, I actually, Why? I asked him, I said, what's, what's the correlation? Like, what's your attachment? He's like, there's alcohol there. There's alcohol a lot of places. <laughs> um, and I and, I, and then I was like, yeah, uh, like sprinkle me in La Cava del Tequila. Like, because we love going there. Just put yeah. us in the corner. Yeah, actually, the Rose and Crown, the uh, upcoming plans for England are kind of exciting. They're awesome. So maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to be sprinkled there. But however, uh, you might get blown around quite a bit. Krista C. said, I feel like the easiest place would be at the safari at Animal Kingdom. Just hang a leg out and Shawshank it like Patrick said. (laughs) Hang a leg out. Jumbo, everybody. Jumbo. Jumbo. (laughs) My God. That's perfect. And then Jess R. said, the top of the Tower of Terror, which I can only imagine someone as the doors open just flinging their ashes out. Yeah, and then it's a whole ride of people going, Nobody would know. Achoo! And nobody would know. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, it becomes a safety And then I'm in everybody's lungs. That's right. Uh, We had a really awesome review this week on Apple Podcasts. We just have to read it. It was just really, really special. 
This is from Courtney Rose 95, and she said, This podcast is truly magical. Our family is planning a Disney vacation, and this podcast has the best tips on restaurants, fast passes, and all the new things coming to Disney World. The banter between Patrick and Kate is hilarious and so, so entertaining. They have such a passion and love for Disney that shines through in every episode. This podcast gives me the same joy and happiness that us Disney lovers get from the parks. Keep up the great work. That was from... That was from Courtney Rose 95. Courtney Rose. Isn't that the... Some say love. Uh, <laughs> it is a river. She is a listener. Courtney Rose, she sent us a re- It doesn't work. No. She is a listener who wrote a kick in review. There you go. Wow, I'm proud of you. Usually I'm the rhyming one. <laughs> I didn't rhyme at all. Well, you, but your 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 prose was good. Oh, okay. Your all rhyme right. scheme yeah. was excellent. There's no haiku, but... Excellent. Uh, as always, if you'd like to send us your questions or thoughts about the show or episode, you can call us at 814-314-9482. And like I said, leave us your uh, lingering questions about anything we talk about or uh, your comments on any kind of news clip you might see on your own that we don't get. We always enjoy hearing about that. Let's head to the parks. Epcot was on everybody's minds this week, and for good reason. The Epcot experience opened on the park's birthday so magic kingdom had a birthday this year this week as did epcot um so the epcot experience is located in the odyssey events pavilion in future world near test track and the mexico pavilion and it's, not walled off as as far as we know no no not anymore because <laughs> so much is walled so off so much is walled off you can really see it yeah. uh this is the building that if you look at from the world showcase you go what country is that? And it's not a country. It's the it's the Odyssey building, which has been used over the years for special events. And I love your accent when you say Odyssey building. I really hate you right now. Okay. Um, so the Epcot experience is created by Walt Disney Imagineering, and it's an in-depth look that is what is coming to Epcot in the future and what is currently underway. Oh, so is that the place where they have the 360? Yes. Ah. So we watched a wonderful blog by one of our a vlog by one of our favorite. Disney vloggers, which is um, a DSNY Newscast. Yeah, I was no help for a second. Yeah, no thank you. That's Jack over at DSNY Newscast. Great, great YouTube page. We highly recommend it. Highly. He gives a very in-depth look into this experience without spoiling anything. And he also gives um, a follow-up link in case you do want to view this experience because what it is, it's a 360-degree room. Uh, it's almost, I mean, it's circular. And there's in the middle, there is a, um, a big plot of land that can have uh, the special projections uh, displayed on it, which will show you what is coming to Epcot, what's already been started, and what we can look forward to um, in the future, the next couple years. Um, there's a continuous, it's about a 20-minute film, that's what Jack had said. So if you are there, you can you can come at any time. Yeah, it's coming, there's no, mm-hmm. come you, as you, you are. can come in the middle of it and have to sit and watch it all the way through and get back to where you were. Yeah, and we, we caught a little glimpse of it, and the projection mapping technology oh, looks phenomenal. awesome. I mean, think about uh, some of those rides where they have the faces projected, and oh, yeah. imagine that on a map. Or the castle map. show. Or the castle yeah. show. Imagine that being done on a map, but, but better. better. Yeah. yeah, it looks like it looks like everything could change. It was I was. And they're saying that. that it's the exact same technology that's going to be in the Minnie and Mickey. Exactly. Uh, Very good. Uh, what's it called? The Escape Mickey from Nowhere. Mickey and Minnie's Railway Adventure. Guyliner Extravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, but so it's the exact same technology that's going to be done on that ride. Yeah, it, it looks. So really so good. after that ride opens, at some point someone's got to post a full lights on Mickey and Minnie. It's just a bunch of white walls. White things. <laughs> oh man, that's got to be creepy. Yeah. 
Um, I also want to point out that that the Odyssey building also apparently houses some specialty drinks for the Epcot Food and Wine Fest that is still available um, on the outskirts of the building. And then once you enter the interior, it's a long it wine and fest this year. It's, so it's exceptionally long. We actually long. get to go. We we did not think about this when we were planning our very very quick uh, October trip. But we'll be able to go there um, on. Uh, the nineteenth, and be able to uh, get some kiosk food and if you see, see us Epcot forever. And me wearing my big, um, your big hat, my big bowler. Yeah, that's right. Harkening back to what was it, episode one? Yeah. Two. If you see us there, and I'm wearing my earful podcast bowler, Jesus. please say hello. Oh my god! Yeah, we do need to get like we have cards. We need t-shirts. We have pins. Or sweatshirts. <laughs> it's going to be that time. Yeah. yeah well, in Orlando, yeah. yeah, it can get a little chilly at night, but I, it's good. Any kind of publicity is good publicity. So maybe we could um, make those really fun things that you stick on the back of your phone that carry your, your credit cards that have our logo on it. And then we'd have to like walk around with our phones out? Well, we would offer them to people. We know where our podcast is. Do you? I still think we need a t-shirt with a bowler on it. I need somebody up there to design it for me. A t-shirt Nobody with would a bo- get it except a- our loyalist fans. That's all we're advertising for. Our loyal fans? Yes. And to, you know, get the... You know, um, Elena Paw lives in um, listen to me. Orlando or at Florida because hey, I, I, what? Listen to me. If I was in the park and I saw somebody wearing a bolo t-shirt. That's or, true. A, sh- or a t-shirt with a bolo, bolo cap on it, I'd be very curious. Maybe we're going the wrong, maybe we should try to find the most, the most awkward piece of clothing to wear and oh, then market it that way. Yeah, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So let's not get off the rails. In experiences and shows, if you're planning to go to a dessert party this year, um, I hate to tell you, but there is going to be a price hike in January for these dessert parties. So it's going to begin after the first of the year. And the Magic Kingdom dessert party is going to increase to a price of $99 for adults and $59 for kids. Animal Kingdom's dessert party for Rivers of Light will be $89 and $53 for adults and children, respectively. Hollywood Studios, the Star Wars Galactic Dessert Party, which we attended and it was awesome, is going up to $89 and $53 for and adults believe, and children. And we paid like $75, yep. I think. It went up, they, they all went up by like $10. Wow. Yeah. The Epcot Forever Dessert Party, which is going to be brand new, that's going to be $99 and $59 for kids. Fantasmic Dessert Party is the only one staying at $39 for adults. That's a deal. And 19 for kids. Their dessert party is also a little less involved than the others. Right. So it's a bit of a lighter fare. So yeah, we've only done one of those. I would say the Fantasmic one's a great thing to add on if you want something tiny to add. I agree. It's not very much money and uh, gets, gets you just something special to add. Well, that, that show fills up real fast. Fantasmic? Yeah, and if you've got, yeah. that, spe- if you've got that seat, that's, that's gold. Yeah, I'm curious because the the seating for that show is above. It's on top of the amphitheater for the actual mm. dessert party. I thought they got to sit right there. But then that, that's my question is do they then sit at a I, I think, think they, they do. do. Think yeah, they, they do. have all those like um banners that hang up. So I think you must enjoy the dessert party up top first and then go down to your seating. I hope so. So it's great. Yeah, it, it's it's like a fast pass if you wanted to buy another fast pass. It's basically like that. Yeah. So, sure. yeah. Let's buy some merchandise. Heck yeah. Boy, you love Donald. I do love Donald. Um, So along with Epcot Forever, we got some new merchandise. And the merchandise for this new show included t-shirts, jackets, Epcot Forever logos, hoodies for pass holders, ear hats, tote bags, tumblers, and journals. They all look very 80s, but also futuristic. 
Huh. You know how the 80s was kind of futuristic at times. No. It kind of felt. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Like members like only jackets? 80s, but the 80s trying to be the 2000s. You know what I mean? Okay. That's what I mean. All right. Um, in case your tastes are a little bit more expensive. And whose aren't? That's right. Uh, you can now buy a very special set of mini ears that are designed by Heidi Klum for a mere $600. And what do these ears do? Well, they have over 150 Swarovski crystals. Huh. I almost stuttered in that because I'm still uh, shocked at the price tag. And they weigh a half a pound. Each crystal, or <laughs> I, think, I think the hat in general weighs a half. My God, could you imagine half a pound? That'd be seventy-five pounds for a hat. Oh my God, yeah. In, in, in unrelated news, neck injuries have increased <laughs> in the parks. There are fewer than five hundred of these headbands available. So they're hurry. going fast. Hurry, yeah, because they're only going to be here for a limited and amount. And I'm going to tell you right now, Miss Kate. <laughs> Christmas is coming. Don't you go Don't buy you these. Go buy these on your own. <laughs> Don't go to Amazon Prime and get this sent to me. Yeah, right. Along with that, something that that kind of was talked about two weeks ago, but we had it on our episode notes to talk about was the debut of a new color in the Disney parks, and that would be Arendelle Aqua, inspired by Frozen. So this collection is an icy blue color. It's the first ever global release for a color, which means it's available at Disneyland, Walt Disney World Resort, Disneyland Paris, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disney Resort, and shopdisney.com. Hmm. So it's available everywhere. By the way, I, that's not a new color. I invented that color Arendelle years Aqua? ago. Oh, I invented that years ago. Okay. I just didn't call it that name. What did you call it? Blue. Just blue. Yeah. But you, you're colorblind. That's why it was. That's why it was so special. So describe to me as a colorblind man. Yes. What does icy blue mean to you? Cold. <laughs> it's very cold. Okay. Visually, what's oh, that mean? Visually, it means it shimmers. But can't. Okay, you can see shimmers. Yeah. Oh, I can see shimmers. So yeah. Well, that's, I'm not shimmer blind. Interesting. I'm shimmer color blind. blind. <laughs> You're not glitter blind. It, it, it's always. It's very fascinating to me to talk to you about that. Sure. Because I am not, I'm not truly 100% colorblind. I'm red-green color deficient. So what does Christmas look like for you? It's, it, it, well, the best way I can describe this is I had an eye doctor had a chart. Yeah. And the chart had what normal people see, what colorblind people see, what black and white. What, what uh, black red, and white green, people see. <laughs> nope. What, <laughs> what red-green colorblind people see, what people who are truly colorblind see. And okay. of course, the truly colorblind was a black and white photo. Oh, that's so sad. Not for me. Um, the people that I see normally, it's very vibrant colors, very rich colors. Sure. And the people that are red green, everything is everything is dulled down. Oh. So red green colorblind does not mean that it only affects red green. It affects all the colors in the spectrum, but everything is just dulled down a little bit. What is your most vibrant color that you can see? Would you say, in your opinion, do you mean do you know what vibrant means? Not really. Oh, I mean, yellow is vibrant, but it's muted for you, right? Oh, that's so sad. It's not sad. It's the only thing I've ever known. Do you, can you distinguish neon colors? Yes, I can tell something is neon. Um, I can't tell you the exact hue of it, so I can tell you it's neon green or it's neon orange. Or... But it's actually neon purple and red. <laughs> right, that's it. Yeah. I think my favorite question is how do I drive with stop sign, with uh, the stoplights? That's you, my favorite question. Well, you question. can tell. It's top, middle, bottom. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the answer to that. And the... The signs now, also have if I'm shapes. Ever, yes. If I'm ever in a city that turns the light sideways, that's eh, a little more difficult. And it also says stop well, not, on stop Not signs. all of them. Oh, signs. Stop signs, stop yes. Stop signs, yes. I'm no problem with stop signs. Yield. Because they don't make a go, green go sign. So they sh- On some, some of them they have. 
I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Bob Disney's on making them for <laughs> yes, Disney It's World. very safe to put green Absolutely. go signs. Um, one news clip I, I forgot to mention. It's in, it's in its own category, really. I don't have a camera sound effect. Otherwise, I would have played it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, is that recently in a lot of uh, meet and greet areas, they debuted an automated camera Boo. and took out the photographers for these meet and greets. And people were outraged. Go ahead. Uh, I actually, Bob Disney's here. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, Bob It's been Disney's so here. long. Yeah, he'd like to talk about this. Bob, I, I want to thank you for coming back to the show. I know it's been a while. I know that you've been probably very busy. Um, what with, you know, the Sony Disney yeah. scuffle. Oh, and- yeah. Well, we got him. We got him back. Yay. Yay, exactly. Yay, I heard that actually he was a big figure. Tom Holland was a big figure in making that happen. Well, he's kind of short. Yes, yeah. I was talking. He was really instrumental. He is a, He's quite the instrument. Yeah, and he's got a <laughs> chest that won't quit. Okay. Yeah. Bob, what did you want to talk about? Well, you had just mentioned the story that's very interesting and very dear to my heart. Oh. Uh, we had this brilliant, and I'm going to call it a brilliant idea. It was a brilliant idea to get rid of these photographers and replace them with the automated photography Why machines. Why was it brilliant, Bob? <laughs> If you've been in the parks, you know how dangerous these photographers are. (laughs) You know that they trip people constantly. You know that they're constantly coming at you and saying, let me take your picture. And that bothers people. That is is true. Yeah. As someone that is an introvert, naturally, I don't appreciate that Thank you. You understand. If I want you, I'll seek you out. So, brilliant idea I came up with. Put a big old tripod up there. It wasn't even a tripod, Bob. They, took they my must idea have mucked they, up they, your they idea. They <laughs> mucked up my idea. Put a box out there it was with a, a box camera on camera top of behind it. On behind it. <laughs> and then it'll take your picture automatically. No huss, no muss, no fuss. You scan your band, and we're done. Boom. Well, the problem with that, you see, is that people were saying the photos taken with these boxes, um, the pictures were not clear. They were not centered on faces. Okay, there were some wrinkles to work out. Some families weren't even smiling in their pictures. They shouldn't be smiling. (laughs) Is that for safety? Yes, it's not safe to smile. Why not? It's Disney. Uh, Disney's all about smiles, Bob. You're right, that one was a joke. <gasps> I can't tell when you're sarcastic because you talk with the same inflection. You're right, you're right. So, no, that was my brilliant idea. It, uh, it, it is dead for now, but exactly. it, will, it will come back That's again. our news story is that they actually brought back the photographers. There was an online petition set. And signed. danger wins the day. Danger wins again, um, but they brought back the photographers, so they have now been replaced. So plan B, going forward, if yeah. we're going to put the photographers back, we're going to surround the photographers with guardrails. Or bubble wrap. No, no, stop it. These are my ideas. I'm so sorry. I was Guardrails. just trying to offer my two cents. Guardrails. You said that they bumped into them. I just yes. thought bubble wrap would be the logical then solution. Then taking pictures, there's popping sound. How annoying would that be? Well, some people like that. It's soothing. Not for me. Not for you. You don't like loud noises. I have to go. Okay. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks, um, Bob. Let me ask. Oh, Patrick, you're back. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I was. I was, didn't know if you were still in the room. I didn't hear you. Hey, I heard that. Sorry, Bob. So yeah, the the photographers are back. Um, I really want to see the pictures taken by these boxes. Oh, I kind of do too. I if you have if you've been to the parks lately and have a picture on your photo pass that was taken by an automated camera, please send it to us on Twitter, Instagram, or or Facebook. I'm going to tell you right now, if you could manufacture one that could possibly be done by a box and camera, you know, Photoshop yourself, that'd be awesome. We want a real one. I, I want a fake one. Want a I want a really, one? really awful fake All one. All right, that's fine. That's fine. Let us guess whether it was real or fake. Uh, yeah, that's a great. We should have a, a, a Facebook post on real or fake. 
Real or fake? Was it doctored or did, th- did this happen? Yeah. Um, with the resort news, I only have one piece of information for you this week, and that is the soon-to-open Riviera Resort is currently offering a 40% discount for Visa card members. That's us. That's us. This special discount can be booked most nights from December 16th to March 31st, 2020. Hmm. So you need to make sure that you plan this as soon as you can. Because 40%? That's, that's significant. Discount. Well, it's a more it's a deluxe resort, so you're going to have higher prices anyway. Still, 40% yeah. off. Exactly. Um, you only have until February 14th, 2020 to book this deal. Okay. So make sure you do it soon. Well, not until December sixteenth. It starts December sixteenth. That that's when you can. That's the when the travel dates are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. okay. Okay. Yeah. I got. It, I got. It, I got We've it. had this discussion before. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, yeah. It's okay. Uh, let's eat some food. So there are some. There were. This was a one day event in Disney Springs at Marketplace Snacks. They offered one day only Dole Whip, Dole Whip nachos. <laughs> And these nachos were in celebration of Disney Springs getting 1 million Instagram followers. Huh. So the, everything was themed around that. So keep that in mind. The nachos are funfetti and traditional. They okay. were waffle cone chips covered, colored purple, green, and brown. Ooh. Then they're topped with vanilla and pineapple Dole Whip, pineapple bits, mango boba balls, which they love, whipped cream, strawberry drizzle, sprinkles, and then finally a white chocolate 1 million camera piece. You know what's funny? What's that? Every one of those toppings was my nickname in college. <laughs> Pineapple tidbits? <laughs> White chocolate. <laughs> Mango boba balls? <laughs> yep. Wow. Funfetti? <laughs> oh, definitely funfetti. Absolutely. When I think of funfetti, I think of you. <laughs> um, these were eight ninety nine, but they may move them to their regular menu, Ooh. depending on if they were Popular enough. Speaking of Dole Whip, there was a new Dole Whip flavor in the Magic Kingdom at Aloha Isle. It's nothing sacred. Well, I think they they try these all the time. I know. And they usually are for a very limited time, sometimes one day only, which I think is very unfair. But they have raspberry and pineapple swirl Hmm. Dole Whip, which sounds delightful. I would try it. Exactly. Let's chat about transportation. Don't really know why that's the sound effect yeah, for. It. I what don't is have a. That? I should get like the Wait, what por favor, mentengase. What is that? That's like the thing that you would always hear on the VHSs in between. You yeah. Know, like ads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I found that, so I'll try to get a new one that's okay. more appropriate. Right. Okay. So the Disney Skyliner opened this past uh, Sunday, the September 29th. It is now open for business to the public. There are no more any cast member previews. It's open for everyone, and we have some facts about the Skyliner through watching some vlogs and also reading up on what it was like to ride it the first couple days. So this is not personal experience. No, no, but we will be there soon, and we will post some videos when we're on it. Yes. It looks amazing. Yeah, it does. Looks And it looks so sturdy. That was the thing I kept thinking was, it doesn't sway at all. Like, yeah. that, that arm that has the cabin on top is just very sturdy looking. And mm-hmm. So anyway, here's some things you might want to know, some FAQs for you. If you have a stroller... You are allowed to bring that on board as long as it fits. Yeah. So, yeah. So, as long as you can get it through the doors, if it folds up, that's great, too. Um, as long as it fits into your cabin, that's fine. What if you're riding a scooter? Scooters are allowed as well. Okay. Scooters and wheelchairs are also allowed Ooh, on right. board. You have to go to a different um, entrance point for handicapped, I but it still fits. All right. The cabins, people were worried about how hot they would be. They are vented. There is no AC, but they are vented. And the video we watched said that it was like a 90-degree day, 
And exactly. it was more comfortable in the cars than in the it was car outside. Than not. It was about 85 degrees. Uh, Brayden from Mickey Views, are, are also one of our favorite yeah. Disney YouTubers. He's awesome. He had a video of him riding. He had a digital thermometer with him the whole time, and it hovered right around 85 degrees. But he said it was never warm. It was comfortable. Yeah, it felt good. It takes, uh, for some legs of the journey, you know, you go from different stations, four minutes for some journeys up to nine. However, if you do get paused, that can add on quite considerably to your journey. And people have been saying that if they had known they would be stopped for so long, they would have brought a beverage or something with them to keep cool because it it can get a little hot when they are stopped. Has anybody have to jump yet? I don't know. Okay. That's a good question for Bob Disney. All right. Yeah. Um, if you have to go to the bathroom, there are restrooms available at the stations, oh, okay. not in the Skyliner. <laughs> Let it on su- whiz. Suppose you could. Sure, why not? Through the vent. <laughs> That's a long way up. There's a long way up. I wonder if there's if there are cameras. I, I don't know. I think there wouldn't there have to be. There'd have to be. I would think so. Because you'd have to know, like, if someone pulled the emergency, like, or if they're, they're damaging it. Because you know, people stink, and they're going to damage it. Yeah, there's. A they're going to etch into the wood, and that opened the emergency box. They shouldn't have. Mm. I won't say who, but no, no one we you know, know who but, you are. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Wait times for the actual ride. So the wait time to get on the Skyliner can fluctuate. Uh, some said it was about five minutes. Some said it went up to thirty minutes, depending on the time of day. And which which stop is busier? And yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the busy stop, the Caribbean Beach is the main hub. So that is the one. If you think about like the ticket and transportation center at Magic Kingdom, that hub. That it's it's kind of like that. It's kind of where everything comes together. So if you need to get anywhere fast, that's where you go. Is Caribbean Beach. Uh, there's also some special merchandise for the Skyliner. Actually, it's pretty neat. I think I almost like it more than the Epcot Forever stuff. I'm sure. They have t-shirts, tumblers, hats, posters, buttons, pins. Pins? Mugs, ornaments, and luggage tags <laughs> available. And some of the merchandise displays all the stops on the Skyliner. I, you will have a pin. I'm guaranteeing that. I'm going to have something. Yeah, you'll have a pin. I'm going to have something. I'm thinking maybe... Actually, the t-shirts look really cool. So do the hat. I love hats now. Hats are my thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, along with that, this is a minor news clip, but a new bus appeared, and that would be themed by Frozen. So we already had a Guardians Guardians theme bus. We had a Moana theme bus. We had the 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 Fantastic Six. So when you say buses. it's themed, that mean when you go inside, it's, it's like wrapped. it's it's snowing inside. Not inside, no. no. Just the outside. No, that's a that would be cool, though. Yeah. Just Moana think about, think just about how water. the scooters would, would slide. <laughs> the Moana would just have just be water. full of water. Hey, stop that. Oh, sorry, that's your beer. Get out of there. Stop sorry, I'm beer. sorry. I got excited. Um, <laughs> I think they should. I think they should theme it so when you walk in. Although some of those buses, it is quite cold. So It's chilly. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. They don't, they don't need any extra AC. Let's head over to Star Wars. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge, of course, because now it's opened and it's... Uh, except for the third, the second ride. Uh, sorry, miscounted. So, except for the Rise of the Resistance, which we're going to get to in a second. Actually, right now. It's our next <laughs> news clip. I tried to build tension. You did I say, failed. You did say in a second. In a second? Yeah. And, and now here we, we are. And now we're here. Um, so we found out from a Good Morning America special featuring Bob Chapek, not Bob Disney, Aww. that the Ride of the Resistance ride is going to be 15 minutes long. That's 15 minutes, not from the time you get into the queue. By the time the you enter the ride. The ride, ride. Itself, Oh, no, yeah. 15 minutes. 15 minute wait time, sure. That's what That's it's going to be. That's what we guarantee. Yep. The, the no, biggest ride? 15 minutes from the start of the ride to the end. Now, I understand that some of the, the ride is broken down into rooms. So just like in the um, uh, 
uh, Pandora's flight when you go in and then you have to stand and they have to match you up. I with wouldn't the, call that part of the ride though. It, but that's what they're, and I've read that's what that is. Ugh. They have mission briefings. Okay. And then you go from one mission briefing to another mission briefing, and the experience is fifteen minutes. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, do you know what I was curious, so I looked this up. Do you know what the longest ride at Disney is? Uh, time wise. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, it's a small world. Because it seems like it's forever. Nope. Hang on, let me think about this. I know, I'm not going to... I'll give you a hint and after three more guesses. Wait, wait, okay, okay. Uh, so, long rides in Disney. And mm-hmm. I can hear you all screaming out there. I'm thinking Magic Kingdom. Okay. And nothing else in Magic Kingdom rings a bell. Um, the Safari? No. That's kind of long. Unless you Shawshank it and <laughs> hold it up, maybe. Stop, sir. Stop, Stop sprinkling spreading your, your ashes. ashes. Um, uh, so... Not Animal Kingdom, Epcot. <sighs> There's nothing. You at failed Epcot. me. You failed me as a Which, husband. Okay, tell me the park. Magic Kingdom. Oh my gosh, really? Mm-hmm. If you think about it, um, it's not what you'd think. What? That doesn't help at all. Sure, it does. It's it, not what you'd think of as an attraction. Oh, then I don't know. I can't believe you. How dare you, sir? Feel her magic? Carousel of Progress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yes. Clocks at yeah. twenty minutes and forty five. Is that seconds. how long that is? That is how long the entire I invite journey through time. I invite everybody to ride that with us. And oh, you will, please, it you will, will not. It be will the not same. be the same narrative. No, by any means of the of the imagination. Anyway, so the ride of the resistance, uh, as as told by Bob Chapek, imagine being chased for fifteen minutes by Kylo Ren in the First Order. Stormtroopers everywhere, lightsabers coming at you. It's going to be fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, can't wait. We will not be able to ride it, though, until May. Yeah. When we're going again with a school group. Yeah. Yeah. Along with this, this is interesting. So there has been many, many articles and podcasts on was Galaxy's Edge successful? And since that's been debated, uh, there have been a couple of things that Disney's been trying to do to promote Galaxy's Edge in uh, the past month. And one of those things was a freeform TV special hosted by Neil Patrick Harris. A delight. This debuted on September 29th, featuring guests such as Kaylee Cuoco from The Big Bang Theory, Keegan-Michael Key from everything right now, Jay Leno, Sarah Hyland from Modern Family, and Miles Brown. And all of these guests took part in some sort of Galaxy's Edge experience, whether it was building a lightsaber or going on a ride. Sarah Hyland is America's sweetheart. She's a doll. She was in their uh, Disney Disneyland or she, Disney World Christmas special She last is a year. doll. Yeah. They like her a lot. So they, they've been pushing this in, in other ways. And, you know, if I, if I would have said to you six months ago, well, they won't need to promote this a time. <sighs> right. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. So we're, we're anxious to find out what it's like for us because we're big Star Wars fans. Uh, the big complaint has been that it's just not enough like the original trilogy. It's too much departed and too much like um, almost like copying from Rogue One, which was... Again, not part of the original trilogy, just an uh, accompaniment. Um, but that was that was the complaint, was why don't we have more familiar places? And I think you had actually said at one point, if you could put any place from your from your own Star Wars nostalgia into it, what would you pick? And I think that's what's missing. I mean, you have Kylo Ren, you have the Millennium Falcon, and you're going to have the Stormtroopers and everything, but they have whole new narratives with the special guests right. that are around, and the Oga's Cantina has no spot in, in the movies, so... Yeah. 
be interesting. Yeah, because they were saying like one of the highlights is coming around the corner and seeing the Millennium Falcon. Well, and that's because it's something that you can latch onto. It's something you can hold onto and say, I know this, I understand this. The rest of the area is there's nothing familiar. I mean, it's familiar that it's similar to a lot of other other planets and other uh, locations in Star Wars uh, lore, but it's not. It's not Tatooine. It's not mm-hmm. Hoth. It's not, and they were saying that if they could have done that based off of Tatooine, they could have built a, built it based off of Tatooine. Would the people awesome. would have been a lot more because you the could have had the land speeder or sure, sure. Ewoks. But so they were saying that there's nothing to grab onto. There's nothing that that really grabs people in and says, "I understand. I know what that is," and point to it. And in, besides the Millennium Falcon, even the character they have walking around, the spy, right. Is not linked to anything. It of might be Star like Wars in lore. a novelization or something like that. That's definitely possible. Which most um, of us have not and paid attention more of to. The, more of the fanboys and girls can correct us on that. But uh, I, I marvel at the fact that you have a land like Pandora, which is taken from a movie that is. Let's see, when did it come out? Like 2010. You know, yeah. seven, six, seven years removed, and the movie's not. That it is popular. 2019. I mean, it's popular. You know. No, I know. I'm okay. saying it debuted then. Oh, right. And when the, when the park opened. Um, and it did well for the fact that it was it broke records, which yeah. was then broken by Endgame. But you know, you have this land that no one knows. Again, Moara is completely removed from the movies. There's there's no Moara. It's, it's not there at all. Um, and you have uh, a brand new thing with Flight of Passage. None of the characters from the movie are in it. Um, so you have this land that is so successful, and the rides are so successful. Except you know, is what, what we feel about Navi River Journey. But that's a different episode. That's a different episode. Um, but the food is so good, and, and the, the merchandise is great, and it's just become a very beloved land. Sure. And then you think about Star Wars, and you think about how big of a following Star Wars has over Avatar, and they have a new land nobody knows about, and it's not as successful. Right. It's very odd. It is very odd. It's very odd. I think, do you think maybe because the fan base is so loyal and devout that they just couldn't accept this? No, I, and, I, and I don't think anybody's angry I just think that if you're if if I'm a if I'm a, a Disney or if I'm a Star Wars fan and I am I'm a diehard uh, Star Wars fan and I go and I see that land and I walk around I I'm probably going to be blown away I'm Absolutely. probably going to be this is fantastic just by the sheer craftsmanship of but it but I'm not coming back to to that I, I don't need to I don't feel the need to come back and see At, it again on return trips well not, not I'm not going to make a special trip to come back and see. I'm explaining to you why it doesn't work, in my opinion. I think if it was something really cool and something really attractive, something people would, would want to come back and see, hey, we're going to come back next week and see this again. But maybe I think you'll especially feel the that local way. people are going to be like, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I did that. Maybe you'll feel that way once you're there. Like with Pandora, we're just overtaken with the beauty of it. Right, but, but, that, but that's why Pandora still has people coming back. And that's why Star Wars Land, in my opinion, that's why Star Wars Land might, might not. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Or was it due to the fact that they had limitations on pass holders at Disneyland and, and they couldn't have the crowds? But look at this. Look at this fact. We looked at the wait time for Smuggler's Run. 60-minute standby time compared to the, the current wait times for Flight of Passage of 120. Now, both rides are very different. Very different rides. And there are also there's other things going on in the parks, and I mean that but it's still, hard to compare though, those. A brand new ride. Oh, I, I, a, I'm not disagreeing. with it you. It is the twelfth most popular ride yeah. I've heard, and also comparatively to the other attractions with wait times, Midway Mania, Slinky Dog Dash, and Rock and Roller Coaster all had longer wait times yeah. the other day than Smuggler's Run. So yeah. I don't have answers. I don't know. The only thing I can do is uh, is guess. I have 
um, some park rumors. You do? From Bob. I know that he left, but he before did. he left, he whispered in my ear. Oh. Ever so carefully. Right. <laughs> he didn't want to hurt my hearing. Oh. But, he, but we have some rumors from Bob Disney. Oh, boy. Is that so, the sound for rumors from Bob Disney? Sure. Can we work on that? We can We can use that. All right. That was kind of my sound effect for if anything you know major happened. That oh, this is a major thing? Wasn't a transition. I'm sorry, I can't wait to hear this. Absolutely. Um, so you actually told me this to start, and then Bob Disney like followed up on it. Oh, all right. You said that Canada in Epcot is going to get a brand new show. Yes, because as you know, right now they have this uh, Martin Short they have circle narrative. Vision. Circle Vision. Exactly. Where they sing the song, uh, Canada. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's the one. That's it. Yeah. So they, they're keeping the Encircle Vision, my understanding. Mm. And they're just going to change the narrator and the music. And the new show is called Far and Wide. That's correct. So you said that you heard a snippet from... If you said Bob's confirmed this, I'm going to have to go with this. Okay, I think if he's, you know, followed up, I think you, you're allowed. So this is this is exclusive. Exclusive? Yeah, we're the only ones doing this. Did you not have time to say X? It was a lot of work. But we are the only ones to probably... It's an earful exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, we're the first ones to bring this up. This okay. is okay. Yeah. So go ahead, sing us. The, I have to sing it. You sang it so well the first time. All right. So this again, this sh- this new show is called Far and Wide. Far and Wide, because yeah. you know Canada's far and wide. Far and wide. Yeah. Go- <clears throat> goes a little something like this. <clears throat> far and wide, Canada, our land is both far and wide. Um. Far and wide. Far and wide. I have a question. Canada. Just a follow, real quick follow. Up. Far and wide. Uh, may May I just say mm-hmm. it sounds a lot like you can correct me if I'm wrong. No. Sounds a lot like you took the existing melody. Oh no, come on, Vanilla Ice did said it best. No, I did not rip off them. Okay. No. It sounds like you took the Circle Vision theme. Dun 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 And and put far and wide over it. So it's no. going to be a farther and wider Canada. Now, the other option for that rumor mm-hmm. was that the new theme song was going to go like this. And about 10% of our listeners will know say, what that is. Two people will get that and they'll have the best day because they'll feel very nostalgic. Patrick had to cue me into what that was. I won't say what it is. Nope. You have to look it up yourself. But <laughs> yes, I, I, how please, do you Google that? Google coo, 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 has to do with, we can give you a clue. It's, it has to do with Second City. Yeah, second. So there you go. There's your clue for that. Um, I want to know who who gets it. I want to know. Yeah, tell us. Yeah, like let us know because Patrick will will make his day. Uh, I have one more rumor. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. Um, So we've heard that Spaceship Earth is changing, right? We've been told that they're going to re envision it. The big ball. It's going to be called Spaceship Earth: Our Shared Story. It's going to be more about um, how we we are storytellers. And some pieces are remaining. Some are staying, some, some are leaving. So like, so the, the printing press, Gutenberg's the printing press, that's all staying? Probably. Yeah. You never know. Who knows? Get rid of Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> He's not in it. <laughs> the actor. Um, well, <laughs> He's narrating it. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, I have a rumor about who's going to be narrating it. Oh, it's not going to be Steve, Steve Gutenberg? No. Well, I'm disappointed. Uh, so first of all, I need to backtrack a bit. The new Spaceship Earth, the last one was sponsored by Siemens. Oh, boy. Leave that alone. All right. And uh, the next one is going to be sponsored by Sony. <laughs> That's much different. Which is so nice of them to do. Oh, I get it now. Because, you know, they, they've they been fighting with Disney over Spider-Man. Yeah. And, and that uh, hunky, hunky man. And, and Tom, Tom Holland, Holland, who's got a chest that won't rest. <laughs> <laughs> 
can't say it without laughing. Um, so Sony's going to sponsor Spaceship Earth, but under one condition. Okay. Only if Venom what? can be the narrator as voiced by Tom Hardy. Uh, oh, okay. So it's it's not Tom Hardy. It's, it's Venom. Venom. Right, exactly. You know what? I don't even know what he sounds like. It's like a Brooklyn. Well, Venom itself. A Brooklyn? No, seriously. Like his character in, I, in, I in the it. movie before he becomes Venom is a very Brooklyn accent. Then Venom Forget is, about it. Venom is very, you know, evil sounding. Whoa. Not Brooklyn. All right. It's not Brooklyn anymore. So, so it's going to be voiced by Tom Hardy. by Venom. Venom. Perhaps maybe by, by Bane. <laughs> no, that would be if better. If Bane could narrate Spaceship Earth. Oh, the printing press was invented. I can't do uh, it. I sound like Sean Connery. Uh, <laughs> you totally no. did. Printing press. Rome is burning. <laughs> you smell that? Rome is smell, burning. It's the smell of fear. <laughs> I inspire fear. <laughs> Do you see that? Steve Jobs in his garage. And look at that chick with a short shirt, short skirt. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the lady in the lab. That's with right. With an afro and a short oh, skirt. Oh, boy. There we go. There we go. Now it's time for you to pick your own experience. <laughs> On the screen in front of you, pick if you want anarchy or peace. <laughs> I like that way better, that's actually. Great, that works great. Great rumor. And that's that's my one and only um, yeah, right. impression. <laughs> oh, that's it? You're the impression man on this show. Yeah, not, not for that one. Oh, it's, my Lord. It's a little off. That's all we have for today, Thank friends. Thank God. Thank God. Um, as always, we'd love to talk to you on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 814-314-9482. And we love to hear your reviews on Apple Podcasts or on Facebook, but especially on Apple Podcasts, because it makes us look nice in the ratings. <laughs> it's all about looking nice. And we nice. get notifications. Like, we got the notification the one day from, from Courtney Rose 95, who was probably, Courtney I hope I hope she was born in 95 and not that she is 95. Oh, I don't care. That was a nice review. She could be 95. I'm okay with that. Maybe she has 95 cats. Okay. Now we've offended her. Or she's been to Disney World 95 times. Yeah, that's probably Could it. be. That, yeah, that's it. could be. This has been episode 18. Thank you for 18. tuning in. We are We are legal. Yeah, kind of. We can't order beer yet. No, but... We can listen to the service. We can't order? Who says order beer? I would like to order a beer. Okay. I do. All right. I'd like to order some wine. All right. Well, what do you say instead? Drink a beer. But what do you say when the server comes over? Drink a beer. I would like to drink a beer. I want to drink a beer. Okay, what would you like to order <laughs> is what she would say to you or he. Oh, I'm whoa, gender, whoa. Ne- gender neutral. <laughs> anyway, thank you for tuning in. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.